Welcome to the Fifth Quarter Podcast. My name's Rick Samprin, an all-time best 15-3 record, a franchise first 9-0 at home, the second most points in a season, and a season-ending win over their arch rivals. Tiger Cats fans are elated as Hamilton steamrolls into the CFL playoffs with a 21-18 win over the Argos. This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter. It's powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here on another night and another winning night and another historic night for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. It is now a final. The Tiger Cats have beaten the Toronto Argonauts 21-18. to They are 15-3. and To finish off the regular season, they are for the first time in their 150-year history, 9-0 at home. Wow. An absolute wow tonight. Now, it wasn't a wow type of game. It kind of felt like a preseason game. A lot of backups into the game, a lot of mistakes, a number of flags, but at the end of the day, the Tiger Cats protect home turf. And they go into the East Final in a couple of weeks' time on an historic run. They win their last, what is it, six games now? That's the longest winning streak to end a regular season for the Tiger Cats since 1972. at home, 15-0 overhaul, most wins in a season, most home wins in a season, second most points scored in a season, behind only 1999. An absolute historic, magical regular season for the Tiger Cats. And now we all hope and pray and I think many of us expect this Ticats team to go all the way. Argos and their campaign, 4-14, and swept by the Tiger Cats this season. In front of an announced crowd of 22,804, many of them, I think, watching from their living rooms or favorite drinking establishments. 21-18, the final Ticats over Toronto tonight. So in two weeks' time, November the 17th, the Tiger Cats will host either the Montreal Alouettes or the Edmonton Eskimos in the East Final. Kickoff in that game, and it will be a legitimate 22, 23, 24, 25,000 at Tim Hortons Field. Kickoffs at 1. We will be on the air at 5 p.m. that afternoon. 7-6 after the first quarter for the Cats. 17-17 at the half. Same score after three quarters. And it was, I was going to say highly entertaining fourth quarter. I think it was a highly entertaining last couple of minutes. Because Liram Hawralahu boots a 57-yard punt single to give the Ticats an 18-17 lead. Ronnie Pfeffer shanks a 22-yard field goal to not the game at 18. And David Watford, the Ticats' third stringer, who on this night outshone or outshined Hayden Moore and then some. Watford drives the Ticats in a field goal position and Haralahu drills a 40-yarder. 21-18 the final. And Bedlam ensues here in Steeltown. What a fantastic season. Apart from all the records that have been broken this year, and the fact that perhaps for the first time since 1999, this team may win its first Grey Cup since then, but may also have its first most outstanding player since then, and Brandon Banks, who, by the way, did not play tonight. You know, this team is on one of those... Unbelievable runs. Uh, Hayden Moore, by the way, 
not so good today. Not so good at all. I had written down the word underwhelming, and that was after two interceptions. Well, he threw four tonight, so I will say he was downright awful tonight. 18 of 28, 218 yards, four interceptions. Somewhat expected. I mean, your first CFL start, yeah, you're going against a lot of the subs. You have a lot of the backups on your side of the ball as well. And it had a preseason-type feel to it, at least for the most part. It wasn't very good. So if Dane Evans, knock on wood, goes down with any sort of injury for the Tiger Cats, I don't have a lot of confidence in Hayden Moore at this point. Not after what we saw tonight. So let's hope Dane is uh, okay for the rest of the way. Last point I want to make, and you can chime in on this when I open up the phones here in a matter of seconds, is which team would you rather the Ticats play in the Eastern Final? We know it's going to be either the Alouettes or the Eskimos. Which team would you rather the Tiger Cats play in that Eastern Showdown? For me, I'd rather play Montreal. I want to see a true Eastern Final, even though I know that would be the tougher matchup for Hamilton. Because I like Montreal's defense ahead of anything that Edmonton can present. And when I say I like Montreal's defense, meaning Montreal has a great defense. And you're going to have a 15-win team against a 10-win team in the Alouettes. I just think that would be a great Eastern final. And I think the Ticats can take that. I, I think the Ticats can take any team at this point. Uh, and before I open up the phones as well, I want to give a shout-out to Forge FC, Hamilton's Canadian Premier League soccer team, for winning the inaugural CPL championship today. They beat Cavalry FC 1-0. They won the championship 2-0 on aggregate. So Hamilton's hometown soccer team is the CPL champs. Great season. Tip of the cap to Forge FC. And the other note I want to make is McMaster is going back to the Yates Cup. Yes, the Marauders beat Guelph today 19-9, to and they will take on the Western Mustangs next Saturday in the Yates Cup. Western beat Waterloo today 30-24. to That should be a great matchup. Marauders-Mustangs, Steph Patasic, Reg Marshall, uh, what more do you want? Make the final here 21-18. Ticats over the Argos. Hamilton now 15-3 on the season, and they will enjoy the first-round playoff bye uh, with another win. Let's go to the phones here at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game. Give me your thoughts on the season. Who would you rather see the Ticats play in the East Final? That email address is rick at 900chml.com. We're all over Twitter at am900chml or at Rick Samprin. Use the hashtag fifth quarter and we are broadcasting live on chml's facebook page hello to all our friends and fans watching on facebook dave is on the line and dave is usually the first caller of the night and he is once again dave good evening i'm on a roll like the cats what can i tell you you are on fire yes uh, yeah fantastic not gonna dwell too much on the game it is what it is right it's just a, it's a time to celebrate uh, a season that we haven't seen for a long maybe never right um, Marshall, if I had to pick a game player of the game, I like the determination dragging guys two and three yards pile of guys. So I like Marshall from what I saw. I'm watching the game at the casino. I watched the game at the casino. So, uh, it, it, you know, it was what it was. That was just the only reason I watched the game because I wanted to say I saw them win 15 games and undefeated at home. It's been a great year. Um, it, Dane Evans coming in, uh, who would have thought that? Uh, they fought the adversity. They're just a well-coached team. These guys want to win. And I really think this team has the chemistry and the will to win. And these guys aren't, I don't think they're going to choke. I really don't. Um, as far as the Eastern final goes, my, my biggest fear is that two Western teams get in a great cup. To me, that would be a disaster for the league, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's always kind of the fear because we've always had, not always, but every time there's been a crossover team, it has always been a Western team crossing over to the East. And I, yeah, I think that would be bad for the league. How many, how many people in the biggest market market in the company in the country you think would watch an Edmonton Saskatchewan Grey Cup? Yeah, probably bad. not a lot. No, so I mean, it, I don't know. I don't. Know. I wish they'd get. Hopefully, if they get a, a team in Halifax, that that rule goes by the wayside. It just 
I just don't think it, to me, doesn't make any sense. I, I get the fairness of all that, but it is what it is, and uh, the league needs money, and uh, your biggest game of the year, people are going to yawn at it no matter what. So, anyways, yeah, I'd like to see I'd like to see Montreal, and I, I definitely don't want to lose to Montreal. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy about the season. I, I really think, um, you know, sometimes you get a season where the stars line up, and I think, uh, you know, touch wood, I, everything seems to – Nothing seems to stop these guys. Put it that way. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing would. Nothing. They're like a train. Nothing stops them. Dave, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Enjoy the season, Rick. Great call by Dave. Always the first one to chime in, and I'm happy he does because he usually makes some great points. And he makes a great point when he selects Cameron Marshall for his player of the game because he is my bar none player of the game tonight. He was outstanding. 18 carries, 109 yards. Two touchdowns, he was not only a table setter in terms of, guys, this is the way we're playing today. This is our house. We're going to steamroll past the Argonauts, and this is what the Ticats did today. He was carrying two, three, four guys on his shoulders, on his back, as he's rushing for first downs and as he's rushing for touchdowns. First two TD uh, scores for Cameron Marshall this season. He was a monster performer tonight. He's my player of the game. Hands down, player of the game. I know Rodney Smith had a good game for the Argos. He had 103 yards receiving, but 75 of those 103 uh, came on one play, 75-yard touchdown. And he only made three catches. And I know that um, uh, Alden Darby, the uh, safety for the Argos, had a couple of interceptions. But again, I mean, they weren't game-changing plays. The Argonauts forced five, count them, five Hamilton turnovers tonight. They scored seven points. One touchdown, they missed the extra point, and then they got a missed field goal off another one. Ticats forced two Toronto turnovers, and they scored 10 points. So figure that one out. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com, on Twitter at am900chml. At Rick Samprin, use the hashtag fifth quarter. I got to share with you, and I hope Big Ange from Stony Creek emails sometime today. You may already have, but I have, I have my email saved on a particular set of emails here. And I was going to forward this to him, but I know he's listening, so I might as well mention it now. Ange, you email me before every game, and I love it. And Ange's email before the game is, It'll be interesting to see the backups in action tonight. And, yeah, I could say we were interested in what they were going to do. They certainly entertained us, maybe not to the (laughs) degree that we wanted to be entertained. But it goes on to write, the Moors and Watfords of the Worlds go head-to-head for the secondary position at quarterback. And to me, Watford outplayed more tonight. But his score prediction was 33-29. I said, I think this is my direct email to him. I think this is going to be a low-scoring affair And the team with the ball last wins. Now, I was partly correct on that one. Because the team with the ball last, technically in this case, was the Argos. At least the team with the ball last on offense was the Tiger Cats. My score prediction was Hamilton 22, Toronto 19. I kid you not. That close. That close. Off by two points. Angelo did email me. Here he goes. Hi, Rick. I'm not particularly satisfied with the play of Hayden Moore. (laughs) I don't think anybody was. Uh, At this stage of his career, you don't stare your primary target for the whole time downfield. Yes, which he was doing all game. That's considered easy pickings, as we all witness. Not much to say about this one, but we have two weeks to talk about the Alouettes, and those guys are scary good. How do we contain someone like Adams Jr.? They have a couple of phenomenal receivers in Lewis and Wieneke. Don't forget Stanback back there. And their defense, in my mind, the most physical group I've seen in a long time in the CFL. I'm a believer in continuity and the fact that the guys won't have any contact for an extended period of time might be a disadvantage for us. Rick, I could talk Ticats football 24 hours a day, but these coaches have a situation on their hands. How to keep these guys focused will be challenging indeed. Oh, by the way, your amazing score predictions lately have been rather impressive. Wow. Player of the game, Marshall. Cheers, Big Ange from Stony Creek. 
I'll tell you, the score predictions are really something that I just kind of throw out there. It's just the gut feeling. There's no science to it. I'm not breaking down numbers. It's just, meh, what do I think? What does the old gut tell me? Have I had tacos today? No? Okay, the gut's functioning all right. I'll trust it. (laughs) 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Call in to chime in on your thoughts on tonight's 21-18 Ticats win over the Argos. You can email me your thoughts. Vote for your player of the game, rick at 900chml.com. Use that email address, at Rick Samprin, at am900chml. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. We have some comments streaming in. We'll get to those as well if you haven't done so already and i know many of you have already subscribe to the fifth quarter podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast if it's google podcast apple podcast wherever you get it download it today listen to past episodes also online at 900chml.com more of the fifth quarter it's powered by eastgate ford and it continues next on 900chml hey thanks for tuning in 21 18 the final ticats over the argonauts tonight hamilton 15 and 3 on the season who would have thought that, especially on that midsummer game against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers back in July when Jeremiah Masoli goes down with a torn ACL and Dane Evans comes into the game. And we're all thinking, hmm, did the season just end right there? How is this going to play out? What is this team going to accomplish with a backup quarterback? Are we going to have to rely on the defense to carry us through? Well, some of that did have to occur. The special teams pulled up its socks, but the offense didn't really miss a beat. Yeah, in that first game against the Bombers, Dane didn't look very good at all, and we were all worried. But I guess most of us were worried because there are some people that had a lot of faith in Dane Evans, even with the limited exposure that he had. But Dane Evans said, hop on my back, boys. We're going all the way. And uh, he's, what, 8-2, and 9-2 as a starter this season? He has been fantastic. Brandon Banks has been outstanding, pun intended. The defense has been a top three D all season long. Special teams have been special, whether it's return TDs, big field goals, Improved punting by Liram Haralahu. Great coverage units. I mean, what was the last time, and I can't remember this, the last time an opposing team scored a special teams touchdown on the Ticats? I mean, seriously, has that happened in the last decade? I know Steeltown and the Ticats are based on tough, hard-nosed, blue-collar, defensive football. I mean, that's been the bread and butter for the most part, for most of the 150 years. That's the identity of this team. But certainly in 1999, it was an offensive juggernaut, but they still had a great defense. This season, the defense has been good. The offense has been great. Special teams has been fantastic. Case in point today, Lerma Harlahu is lining up a 49-yard field goal early in the second quarter And in a nothing game with the playoffs two weeks away, special teams coordinator Jeff Reinbold calls an onside kick and the Ticats get the football. I mean, who does that? Well, Reinbold does that. So, man, you can't take this Ticats team lightly at all if you're the Alouettes or any other opponent that may face them in the Grey Cup should the Cats get there. And I'm going to underline should, because they should get there. Penalties tonight, I do want to bring this up because, yeah, it was a rather sloppy game. It was, as I mentioned, kind of a preseason game where a lot of guys are shuttling in and out, got a lot of backups uh, uh, on the field. You have a lot of players who have not had uh, a great amount of exposure to the CFL game. And penalty-wise, the Argos were flagged nine times for 84 yards. The Ticats a little bit better, seven penalties for 50 yards. So not the tidiest of games, but not overwhelmingly bad uh, for either team. Who's your player of the game? All votes up until now in favor of Cam Marshall. He had a phenomenal game tonight. 18 carries, 109 yards. His first two rushing, rushing touchdowns this season and first two in a Ticats uniform. 9-0 and at home, 15-3 and overall. Which record to you? Because they're both records for the Ticats. 
is more impressive. I think for me, it's the 15 and three. Yes, it's only the first time this team has ever done it. Yes, that is a uh, all-time high for a, a CFL team, 15 and three in terms of wins and losses. Nine and0 is still impressive because Calgary's done it three times. Um, Toronto's done it twice. Montreal and Edmonton have also done it once. So that hasn't been accomplished many times either when you think of all the teams and all the games in CFL history. And I know they didn't play 18 games for never and ever all men, but still 9-0 and is a great accomplishment at home. I think to me it's the 15-3 and because you had to beat those Western teams, and this Ticats team did that. They were 8-2 against the West this season. Now, this is a complete unit for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Rick at 900CHML.com is the email address for you to Give me your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game. Use the hashtag fifth quarter when you're tweeting us at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. You can also jump in on the fun on CHML's Facebook page as well. Thanks for tuning in. Here are some comments from Facebook. Lynn writes, what an amazing game. Terrific plays on both sides. But at the very end of the day, the Hamilton Tiger Cats are awesome. And the Argos, as usual, always suck. She's got a number of emojis, including some hearts, a football, a Canadian flag, a tie cat. I think there's a couple of cheerleaders in there. Great message from Lynn. Mark writes, I think that the difference between this year and the other good years is that in previous years, we hoped that we were good enough to go all the way. But this year, we can see that we are good enough to win it all. And I think the last time, correct me if I'm wrong, that we felt as a city, at a, as a football fan base, that we knew this team was good enough to go all the way was 99. I think in 98, I think there was some expectation that this team was going to be good, that this team could potentially get to the Grey Cup, and obviously they did. But after losing in 98, I think the expectation was, yeah, we got there. We can get there again and win it and that's the last time this team has won. Chuck on CHML's Facebook page says, All I have to say is 15 wins. Oski wee wee. And David writes, Nice to see Lerm Haralahu was able to do it for Hayden Moore this year, what he couldn't do for Dane Evans last year, namely get the win for his first start. Player of the game, Cam Marshall. And Scott says, and to think that the Tiger Cats lost their three games by combined 13 points. Montreal by seven, Sask by five, and Calgary by one. 16 points away from 18-0. and 0. What an epic season. I'm a little worried about the extra long time off for some starters, though. That's a great point by Scott. You know, combined 16 points. A blocked field goal away from sweeping the Stampeders home and away. A late touchdown by Saskatchewan in Regina in which the Rough Riders win that football game. And just an off night in Montreal very early on in the season. This team, I don't want to say could have been 18-0, but they could have been 18-0. Now, obviously, there were some things that happened that went their way in uh, their victories as well. And the other opponents could say, well, what about this, this, and that? And yeah. I mean, there's a certain amount of plays in every game, three, four, five, that will decide whether a team wins or loses. Val on Twitter, at Rick Samprin says, star of the game, Watford. So here we go. A vote for David Watford, who I, I got I to be, be honest. I was a little surprised when he came in and, uh, oh, my gosh, he's throwing the ball. He's not running. <laughs> He did a fine job tonight. David Watford, in his first um, extended showing in a Ticats uniform, did okay. It was 5 of 8, 74 yards, a long of 36, and had two or three really big first downs on second and long, second and medium uh, on that last game-winning drive. He had one rush for two yards, and uh, yeah, he came in relief of Hayden Moore, who was not very good tonight. And Watford did his job. He was good. 
Jim on Twitter, 15 and 3. Never thought I'd see the day. I was way too invested in this game given the circumstances, but it was great to see the team come together and pull out the victory. Enjoy the rest, gentlemen. You've earned it. Hashtag bring on the playoffs. Hashtag Oski Weewee and hashtag fifth quarter. 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com on Twitter at am900chml and at Rick Zamprin. Uh, We're also on CHML's Facebook page. You can chime in there as well. Anthony on email says a perfect home record for 2019. Who would have guessed that with a starter Masoli going down? Rick, that was ugly. Plain and simple, more should be no more uh, as a backup. Now, mind you, he had great drives tonight, but very badly placed interceptions at the worst times near the end zone and or in it. This is the reason we need to keep Masoli next year. We do not have a backup if Evans goes down, and we trade Masoli as Evans has no one behind him. Defense backups played very well, in my opinion. They kept Toronto to minimal first downs tonight, which was very impressive. Looking forward to the East Final here at Tim Hortons Field. I bet it will be a sellout, and the stadium will get, again, be over capacity like Labor Day was. This was the best season I've ever seen, Rick. Here's hoping we get to the Grey Cup. Glad to see the starters rest today gives them more of a chance to be 100% for the final. Oski Wee, see you in two weeks. Thanks again for the great show this whole regular season. Rick, hats off to you and your team. That email from Anthony. Email from Ed. Hi, Rick. Remember when we said a 15-3 and season and you were doubtful? Yes, I was. Well, we did it. I remember the Kent Austin debacle a few years back. And now here we are, number one. This is a great team that can go all the way unless they have bad luck. They're very good, but they can't dismiss the opposition. They must continue to play hard, and they will win, barring bad luck. Orlando and Tommy Condell have had very good plays, and the players are disciplined and mature. The only thing between the Ticats and the Grey Cup is bad luck. We've had enough of that. Now this is the time for good times. Player of the game, Marshall, very impressive. I'd rather face the Esks than Alouettes, but the Owls are underrated and will take EE. I expect Ticats in the Grey Cup, and I enjoyed tonight's game. A game of pride for both second-string teams. Go Ticats, go. All the best, Ed. Let's take a quick break. Hopefully more of your calls at 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell. Email rick at 900chml.com or on Twitter at am900chml at Rick Samprin. Join us on CHML's Facebook page as well. Vote for your player of the game. Give me your thoughts on tonight's game. 9-0 at home, 15-3 overall, second most points in Ticats history. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. I'm sure a bunch of CFL awards at the end of the season as well. Final score tonight here, 21-18 Ticats over the arch rival Argonauts. More of the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford next here on 900 CHML. Hey, thanks for joining us. Ticats beat the Argos tonight. 21-18, they sweep Toronto. They go 9-0 at home for the first time ever. They're 15-3, which not only ties an all-time CFL record high, but also gives Orlando Steinauer a piece of that action as well. Rookie head coach leading his team to 15 regular season wins. Unbelievable. What an unbelievable season. Considering all-star quarterback Jeremiah Masoli goes down mid-season and this team still accomplishes what it has accomplished. It's a phenomenal, a phenomenal story. This should be a movie. Someone should make a movie about the 2019 Hamilton Tiger Cats. Your thoughts on tonight's game, your thoughts on tonight's season, and vote for your player of the game as well. You can chime in on your cell at star 9900. Call us at 905-645-3221. Star 9900 is mentioned on your cell. Rick at 900chml.com is the email on CHML's Facebook page as well. And you can tweet us. Use the hashtag fifth quarter at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. Jim on Twitter says, nice to see the perfect regular home season. Disappointed in more. Everyone has to start somewhere. Player of the game, Marshall, strong, solid running tonight. Young second string O-line did well. Can't wait for the East final. So good to be a Cat fan. By the way, great hands on that Ungerer kid. 
yes, David Ungerer had a phenomenal, phenomenal catch late in the game that set up uh, Liram Harwalahu's punt single that put the Ticats up 18-17 to at one point. Toronto did tie when they missed a short field goal. But, uh, yeah, David Ungerer showed that he can catch the deep ball and twisted and turned his body, stayed in bounds, and it was a phenomenal play. Stefan on Twitter, hands down, Marshall is the player of the game, and Cameron Marshall running away with this one tonight, and he ran away with the ball tonight too. And Matthew on Twitter, big win for the Ticats today. Can't believe we went undefeated at home this year. Hashtag player of the game goes to Cameron Marshall. Playoffs, here we come. And the other question I'm asking fans as well is, would you rather the Ticats play the Montreal Alouettes or the Edmonton Eskimos in the Eastern Final on November 17th? So 1 o'clock start that day. We're going to be on the air for the fifth quarter at 5 p.m. And fingers crossed, we're talking about a Ticats trip to the Grey Cup. Cats beat the Argos 21-18 tonight. Hamilton 15-3. Toronto finishes the season, if you're wondering, 4-14. and 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com. Join us on CHML's Facebook page. Tweet us as well. Use the hashtag fifth quarter at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. Jeff's on the line. Jeff, you're calling in the fifth quarter. Go ahead. Hi. Yeah, I just wanted to make a couple of comments. Uh, Luke Tasker looked uh, reasonably good out there. made some clutch catches and showed his stuff. Good to see him shaking off the rust. I wanted to say that uh, I had some pretty good confidence that Dane Evans was going to be uh, doing okay throughout the season. Did not expect the phenomenal play that he has shown us, though. Uh, and it's been a very pleasant surprise. Uh, player of the game, uh, how about both marshals, Jalen and Cam? They, they both played uh, pretty, pretty well. They uh, made some really nice catches out of the backfield and they made some good runs, both of them, and uh, I'm, I'm going to vote, vote for both Marshalls. Great points all around. Thanks for the call, Jeff. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Yeah, Jalen Marshall had a good game tonight as well. He had four catches for 54 yards. He had 48 yak yards. So, I mean, here's a guy who is trying to force his way into the lineup. And we know that when Braylon Addison and Brendan Banks are back in the lineup in a couple of weeks' time, Jalen Marshall is going to be on the sidelines watching the Eastern Final. But it's games like this for guys like Jalen Marshall that put that performance on film. If the Ticats don't re-sign him, you know there's other teams that are going to be looking at this film thinking, that's the type of player we want on our team. Luke Tasker, by the way, uh, returned to the lineup last week. He had a great game tonight, seven catches tonight. For 90 yards, he led the Ticats in both of those categories. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. The uh, leader for player of the game votes tonight, Cameron Marshall. 18 carries tonight, 109 yards, two TDs, the first two touchdowns of the season, the first two touchdowns in his uh, Ticats tenure. Aurelia on... CHML's Facebook page says, way to go, Ticats. Bill says, that was Tigerific. Marshall, player of the game. This truly did show the Cats have a winning attitude. Bring on that Eastern Championship and then the Cup. We can go get it. Go, Ticats, go. Make us proud. Brad on Facebook says, what or was at the game? 9-0, Lirum, player of the game. Lerm Haralahu does not get a lot of love. And as a kicker, they rarely do. But yeah, he deserves some praise. Not only tonight, but all season. Is that a solid season tonight? And Chuck writes, uh, play the Owls so we can shut those, I'll just say analysts on TV, up about the strength of Eastern teams. Yeah, and we know that only two Eastern teams are in it. We know that Ottawa and Toronto are rebuilding. They don't have the talent on their lineups that can compete with any team in the East or any team in the West. So the strength of the Eastern teams, I think, is there because Montreal and Hamilton are two very good teams, Hamilton especially, as we know. Manny on Twitter, 15-3, and three, November 17th, all that matters now. I think that's putting it succinctly, isn't it? 
That is all that matters now. Pam on Twitter, slim picking for player of the game tonight. Tasker for me, great to see him on the field. Can't wait for November 17th to have the whole team out there kicking butt. Austin on Twitter, rough offensive game, but great job from the defense and super exciting win. Player of the game is the kicker. Another vote for Lerm Harulahu. Let's go back to the phones here at star 9900 on your cell, 905-645-3221. Tim has called into the fifth quarter. Hey, Tim. Hey, what's going on, Rick? Long-time uh, listener, first-time caller. How's hey, it going? welcome aboard. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, so we are uh, driving on the way home to the 403 uh, to London, 25-year season ticket holder. Got my uh, my two boys here in the truck with me, my uh, 10-year-old Bryden, my 13-year-old Ethan, and uh, we decided we'd call in. Great game. What a, what a historic uh, season. Very much so. So ask Bryden and Ethan who their players of the game are. All right. Bryden, who's up? Uh, Zero? I don't know. Zero? Sure. All right, Ethan, your player of the game? Uh, the kicker. Kicker? Yeah, we got uh, three votes here for Liram Haralucha, however you pronounce it. <laughs> or Liram Haralahu, either or. Yeah, there you go. That's good. Hey, that's uh, awesome. And, in- yeah, he had a great game. Yeah, great in-stadium atmosphere. We can't wait for the East final. Go Ticats. So you've been coming to uh, Ticats games for 25 years now. What do you think makes this team so good? You know what? Uh, not since '98, '99 did we really have the uh, the the feel that it was dominant. And I think this year we've got a dominant team. I think that there's no fear in our team. I think that the other teams fear us. And I think we've got uh, honestly, this is a, this is a great cup year. I certainly hope so. Tim, Brian, and Ethan, right. enjoy the ride home. Safe travels. All right. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Great call. I love the three-headed monster. Calling in with their players of the game. They're all on Lirum, the Lirum Harulahu train. Lirum's had a great season. And it's usually the kickers that when they miss a field goal or they miss an extra point in some cases, that uh, they get targeted. Oh, he's having a bad seat. We need a new kicker. You know, what's going on with this position? And when they make the field goals, I mean, it, it's expected. I mean, he's, he's just doing his job. It's not that easy all the time. And uh, Harulahu has proven this year that uh, he's been very good. Jimmy V on Twitter, my player of the game has to go to the whole team with starters resting, played well, on to the East Final. And, and that's a good point, too. Because we know that, for the most part, many of the starters, if not all, were on the sideline tonight. Watching, cheering on guys who have not played many minutes this year. Yeah, you could say that were the Argos as well. They had a lot of their backups in too. You know, they're in the evaluation mode. And for these guys to come out and play as hard and in many instances effectively tonight, you got to tip your cap to a lot of these subs who've been waiting week in, week out, slugging it out at practice, going to team meetings, being a great teammate on the sideline. Yeah, well, now they got their opportunity tonight, and they played their hearts out. Because they know, too, that, hey, the film is there. They now have something on film to bring to other teams or show the Ticats that, hey, I'm a value to you if you want to keep me around. Because I could come in uh, if someone gets hurt, or I can come in and beat out an incumbent starter. I am a talented player, and that's what these games are all about. Whether you're in rebuild mode like Toronto or you're hopefully going to the Grey Cup as the Tiger Cats and clinching a couple of weeks ago so these backups can get some game action. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Email your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game, rick at 900chml.com. You can also tweet us. At Rick Zamprin, at AM900CHML, use the hashtag fifth quarter. Also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. Say hello there and we'll read your comments on the air as well. Patty is called in to the fifth quarter. Patty, how are you? I'm very good, sir. How about yourself? I'm great. Thanks for calling. Uh, I would just like to say my sister Linda and I have been season ticket holders since 1995. And it's been a pleasure every year, win, win or lose. But I would say player of the game is the whole team because they are a class act and kudos 
because of that is because of Bob Young taking us on. So I greatly appreciate everything Bob Young has done for our team. So you've seen a lot of football, too, since 95. That's a tremendous yeah. amount of time. Yeah, we, we have a great time. Well, rain or snow, we love it regardless. I love how you say rain or snow. <laughs> <laughs> November uh, November 17th, my sister wants to know. Yeah, we hey, that would be fantastic. A, a great atmosphere. As long as the Ticats wins, I, I don't care what the weather's like. Yeah, they're a class act. They'll pull through as they always do. Patty, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, and uh, hopefully we'll hear from you after the East Final. All right, Oski Wee Wee. You got it. Oski Wee Wee, Oski Wawa. We're going to take another break. We have Andrew on the line. Hang on, Andrew. We're going to get to you. More tweets, more emails, more Facebook messages. That's coming up all next here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. And thanks for listening and chiming in on Facebook and Twitter and on the phone and uh, on email. I mean, th- this is what the fifth quarter is all about, is talking Ticats football, talking CFL football with you, the fans. I mean, otherwise I wouldn't be here, right? But it's great to be here, and it's great to talk about a team that's 15-3, and a team that's 9-0 and at home, a team that's won six in a row heading into the playoffs, a team that has scored the second most points in franchise history, a team that will probably have the coach of the year and the most outstanding player of the year, and who knows how many other awards. This has been an unbelievable season if you're a Ticats fan. Maybe in a few weeks' time, the best season ever. Grey Cup on November 24th in Calgary. Can you imagine the Ticats hoisting that trophy? I mean, I'm kind of getting goosebumps here. 21-18, the final Ticats over the Argos tonight at Tim Hortons Field. The magical run continues. Tweet us. Use the hashtag fifth quarter at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. Vote for your player of the game. Give me your thoughts on tonight's game. You can do so on CHML's Facebook page as well. Thumbs up to all who are watching on that social media platform. Send me an email, rick at 900chml.com is that email address. And you can call in at star 9900 on your cell or at 905-645-3221. Andrew has called into the fifth quarter. Hey, Andrew, how are you? Hello? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to give you a hot take. You were just out bragging about this Ticat team, but I think the 2015 team that Zach Calaris was leading is the best team in franchise history. Really? Yep. I think that team had something special, and it was all derailed by his ACI. I guess if you put these two teams beside each other, that team wins hands down. I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. It was a great team, though. I mean, they were rocking and rolling. I mean, they weren't beating teams. They were obliterating teams. Exactly. That's why I'm saying that team was the best team in franchise history. Well, I'll have to disagree because it did get derailed, but I know where you're going with that. Yeah, well, <laughs> ACL do that to a team. <laughs> that, very much so. Who's your player of the game tonight? I'm going to go with Mike Jones. Mike Jones? Wow. Well, I mean, he, he caught one ball, so that's like I said. He's got five passes all year. He's having a career year. He knew he was going to free agency. He had to have something to show people. So this you know, the, 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 said he didn't drop it. Mike didn't get his eyes. Mike Jones. That's tremendous. Andrew, appreciate the call. No problem, Rick. I think uh, Andrew is being a little facetious there. My phone button is stuck. Hold on. There it is. I think I locked it, Will. <laughs> it's just, I need some WD-40 or something. 905-645-3221. That's line five, by the way. <laughs> Star 9900 on your cell. It just got stuck there. That's hilarious. At Rick Zamprin, what's that? Oh, well, I'll deal with that later. Let's get John here on the fifth quarter. John, how are you? Got that technical difficulty dealt with there? We're, we're going downhill in a hurry here. Welcome to Hamilton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I found tonight's game pretty boring. Uh, it is. It was what it was. You know, you knew you were going in getting what you got. But it's pretty sad when you're playing a team that's playing their starters and they're they're still that bad. In a professional league, it's it's kind of sad in a way, um, but uh, you know, I think the difference between our team this year uh, compared to the Caleros time, when we were blowing um, teams away, we peaked way too early, way way too early. 
this year we have peaked at the right time. I can't remember a team that I that we've had with the Ticats that we peaked at the right time, and uh, that's why I don't think we're we're. I, I honestly think we're unstoppable. Knock on wood. Um, we got the seventeenth. We got to get by. I'm hoping it's Montreal, um, just because it's a better better rivalry. But I don't see a team in the league that that really can beat us. I even see Calgary. They're not the same team as they used to be. They're, I would say, they're maybe third or fourth in the league based on talent. But I don't know. There's, but like I said, today wasn't the greatest day. Um, but I got a question. I don't know if you can answer. And I should know this, and I don't know it. When do you get the extra point on a missed field goal? Say that again. When do you get the extra point on a missed field goal? Yeah. Like the Rouge? Yeah. When you miss the field goal and it's not returned out of the end zone, you get a single point. But if it goes if it if it if it goes wide and then out, you don't get it. No, you still get it. If you miss and it, and it sails out of the end zone, you still get the single point. The only time you don't get a single when it goes through the end zone is on a kickoff. So if a team kicks off the football, it goes right through the end zone and no one touches it on the opposing team, you don't get a single. Oh, they must they must have been late putting it up for Toronto when they missed it. Oh, on the missed on the missed 22 yarder, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cuz it didn't go up on the board. I'm thinking, okay, well then <laughs> then that's fine. Yeah, um, no, yeah, they they eventually got the single. Uh, and one last question: If your if your name's up on the uh, Hall of Fame board, is your number retired? Uh, not necessarily, no, because Angelo Mosca's number was up there, and Mike Filer had worn it uh, up until just a few years ago. So, no, not necessarily. Because uh, Evans has got to give up three for Ozzy. Just saying, <laughs> not Evans. I mean, uh, more. More, yes. He needs to give it up. He needs to give it up for Ozzy. He should after but tonight. Anyway, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. Um, player of the game. Geez, I, I really don't. I really don't have one. We'll give it to, for more for for his first game. He played half decent, but uh, you know, I don't think anyone overly shine that much. I mean, when you get a hundred some odd yards as a running back playing Toronto, I mean, I take it with a grain of salt. Good point. Thanks for the call, John. All right. Cheers. Yeah, I still can't unlock this line. Line line five is now stuck again. Will, help me. <laughs> All right, back to uh, Twitter here, and we have Jen chiming in. 15-3, and three, so proud of the team, hoping we can pull out two more big victories. Player of the game, Marshall Oski Wee-Wee. Stefan says, I'd rather face Edmonton in the East Final, as we've owned them the last two years. Fun watching the backup offensive line and was impressed with the holes they created for Marshall. Hashtag fifth quarter. And uh, Bev writes, Hi, Rick, player of the game, Cam, good to see the other players on this team on to the final. To email we go. This one coming in from Kurt. Hi, Rick. Kurt here. Scott Thompson's son. I just left the Tiger Cats game, and I think the player of the game is the kicker because he impressed me, and I think everybody with the long kicks he made tonight. Yeah, Larum Haralahu was really good tonight. Arlene on Twitter, or on email, pardon me. Hey, Rick, the most outstanding season ever. Hoping Ticats aren't overlooked this year when it comes to the coach of the year, MOP, best defensive player, etc. Marshall was incredible tonight and my player of the game. Definitely want to play Edmonton in the final. Montreal scares me somehow. Also happy with Saskatchewan win. Would be brutal playing Calgary in Calgary for the Grey Cup. So their win today, Saskatchewan, complicates Calgary's chances somewhat. Also want to thank you for informative and entertaining fifth quarter this regular season. Here you in the final, Oski Wiwi. Alan on email. Hi, Rick. It's Alan from St. Catharines. It was a vanilla game, and we did enough to win. But I know this team will ramp it up come the Eastern final. I'm sure of it. I think Cameron Marshall was a beast tonight. We need a running back duo, Sutton and Marshall, for the playoffs. That weather could be bad in McMahon, so Marshall playing well is just another solid thing for us. These guys are both hungry and both want the Great Cup bad. We're 15-3 and and just going to steamroll everyone, so Montreal or Edmonton team don't matter. Like you said, Rick, I would rather see us play Montreal 
in the final. I hope Zach Caleros beats Calgary in the semifinal and Saskatchewan and Winnipeg are in the final and Hamilton and Montreal in the East final. When it comes to the Grey Cup, how would it feel to have a Saskatchewan and Hamilton Grey Cup and get revenge from 2013? It would be the battle of the backup quarterbacks, Fajardo and Evans, or how about a Hamilton and Winnipeg where Zach Caleros plays his former team? Now that would be interesting. I'm so excited to see the rest of the year, what the rest of the year brings. I still think we will prevail and win this year. I just feel it more so than any other time. Undefeated at home, that means more than anything now because November 17th is the final home game. Go Cats Go, that email again from Alan. Great emails tonight, great tweets tonight as well. And do we have any more coming in on Facebook? Let's see. Nope, we are dried up on the Facebook uh, tweets. We do have another uh, Facebook messages. We do have another tweet from Stefan. CFL needs to introduce flex game next year. No reason this game had to follow the SAS game. They should have buried last night's game and played off the two Western games that mattered. And that's a good point, too, because, I mean, at the end of the day, this game and the standings didn't mean anything. But the two Western games, and I'll give you a quick updated score here out West. Calgary's beating BC 8-3. to So if Calgary wins that game, they'll finish second. They'll host Winnipeg. Saskatchewan's already won the West Division. They will host the Western Final in a couple of weeks' time. So that should be uh, a pretty... Yeah, the West has been very interesting this year. The East for the Ticats has been a runaway. The player of the game voted by you, the fans, Cameron Marshall. And the fifth quarter fan of the night tonight... It is a trio. We're driving home from the game. Tim, Bryden, and Ethan, thanks for the call, guys, and thanks for your votes for Laram Haralahu as well. Don't forget to download the Fifth Quarter Podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. And a big shout-out to Barb and Steve Townsend for the lovely cookies that they have made, not only tonight but all season long. And in two weeks' time, I'm looking forward to the next batch, Barb. Uh, they are absolutely delicious. We'll see you November 17th here on the Fifth Quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter after every Ticats game on AM 900 CHML. The fifth quarter podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.